0: Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Going Through the Alphabet with me, but that's not the name of the podcast, that's just what we're doing. Um, Yeah, I don't know, I I feel like I don't need to say the name of the podcast at the beginning of each episode, I'm not a Pokemon, and I think you can read the title. So, I think we'll be pretty good on that aspect. Alright, anyways, so... How are you? How are you doing? You know, I'm I'm doing all right. I'll go ahead and answer the question because you probably asked me as well. <laughs> no, I'm joking. But, um, yeah, I'm doing all right, you know. I had a nice cup of coffee this morning, just sitting down, getting ready to record, having a nice uh, nice Tuesday, I believe it is. I don't know. The days fly away sometimes, right? Sometimes you're just sitting there and you think it's a Tuesday, but it turns out it's actually a Friday and you have the weekend soon. Or, most likely, it's actually a Tuesday. Or, sorry, you, you know, yeah, I mean, you, you think it's a Friday, but it's actually a Tuesday, and you think, oh, great, tomorrow it's going to be Saturday, I'm going to be able to relax and sleep in, and it turns out, no, 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 you have three more days of work, hmm, isn't that fun, no, no it isn't, absolutely not, nobody enjoys that, um, but I'm having a pretty good day so far, as you can hear in my voice, hopefully it sounds a bit uh, happy, because, you know, I had a, a little bit of French press, you know, uh, going to get some beans tomorrow as well, and and just overall enjoying life. Um, hope you are too. It's rather cold here, and uh, my feet are a little bit cold at the moment, but I don't really want to wear socks right now uh, for whatever reason, but, you know, it's a bit cold in here, and, and uh, you know, I'm getting through the day. I'm getting through the day. I like cold weather. Um, I'm a big fan of uh, autumn. I'm a big fan of winter and things like that just because, I don't know, I find coffee is much more enjoyable in the wintertime. You know, having a nice tea or a nice soup at night or something like that—a nice warm meal. It's Very satisfying when it's cold outside. Um, I'm originally from Florida, and so we don't really have cold. So, like, I guess whenever I get the opportunity to enjoy the cold, I really, uh, really make the most of it. You know, I really make the most of it just because I don't want to be, uh, I don't want to be without cold again. <laughs> I don't like having um, summer all year round just because that's. Well, I mean, I mean, it speaks for itself. It's summer all year round. A lot of people think, oh, it's great. You have summer all year. But it's like, yeah, you have summer all year. Like, it doesn't go away. Not, not when you want it to. You know, a lot of people think, oh, it'd be great to have summer all the time. Because then you could always go to the beach and you could always go outside. And while it is true, uh, after three or four years of it, you start to think, well, it would be nice if it was a little bit cooler today. I'm kind of tired of sweating. I'm kind of tired of... Uh, always putting on sunscreen. I'm kind of tired of always uh, just being hot, and it's just not fun. Um, Yeah, in Florida, you know, the occasional cold day, you get in your car, and it's a bit chilly, and you're like, ooh, this is nice. Um, Here, I don't have a car. I just get to walk around in the winter wonderland, and it's great. Well, the winter wonderland part is... Wonderful in the winter, Uh, the Wonderland. Oh, not always, um, but you know the winter part always, always, always. So, anyways, I hope you're having a wonderful day. I think we can go ahead and get started talking about our next letter of the alphabet. Of course, you may remember uh, last week was A, and the astute observer would notice this week will be B. Now, (laughs) sorry, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know what's gotten into me today. Let's just go ahead and get to the podcast. Okay, so absolutely getting into the letter B. The letter B, I think. Mm, I want to say it was a hard one, but I think maybe I was just struggling to come up with things. Uh, usually what I do is, I say usually, it's the second episode, but what I like to do is I like to just write down things throughout the week. And then uh, when it comes time to record, you know, the hour or two before I record... I will just simply select the ones that I think are best, you know, put a green highlight over ones I think are really good, yellow over ones that are possibly good, and orange over ones that I think, hmm, don't know how they made it into the list. But uh, here we are with our B. So we're going to start this one off with a food, and I do you remember we talked about food last time and last time it was about apples and i tried to stay away from food this time because i thought well you know i don't want to talk about food every single week but this week has two foods in it so (laughs) you're just gonna have to get used to it i like food food is a big part of my life anyways today's first one so one of my favorite things that starts with the letter b is bread now bread's amazing. I think everybody can agree that bread is amazing. Um, If you have white bread, you have rye bread, pumpernickel bread, all sorts of different types of bread, Um, they're all really good. Uh, Bread is a very versatile tool. It's very good for, you know, sandwiches and things like that. It's good for having with things. So, for example, if you're going to have some soup, you know, a lot of people will have bread on the side or they'll have it in a bread bowl, which I think is a bit extensive. Um, maybe that's more of a share thing. I don't I don't know. I've never really done the bread bowl thing. I think I've had one bread bowl in my life and it was, it was pretty good, you know. But I think in general, uh, i just rather have the bread on the side. Um. Yeah, so I love bread. Bread is great. I have bread with my eggs. You know, if I'm going to have bread in the morning, I like to have a little roll with it, uh, just because I find that the combination of eggs and bread is very good. That's why people love egg sandwiches, I guess. I like to, well, with breakfast, I'm keeping on the topic of breakfast, of course, toast. Toast is bread. Um, it's just simply reheated bread, you know, you've toasted it using a toaster, or you've done a little bit of fried bread by putting it in the the pan with a bit of butter, you just, you know, fry it on each side, of course, I guess it is fried in a way, but it's very much like toast, and just putting it, you know, with a bit of butter, let me, let me just talk about how much I love butter and jam toast, it's just honestly one of the best things in the world, I know, um... British people will talk about how great it is with scones and stuff like that, or scones, depending if you want to talk it like that. Um, We don't really have them in America or where I am right now, so I'm not really used to them. But I've heard they're really good with a bit of of butter and a bit of jam. And really, you can use any type of bread. I will just simply go to the supermarket, and they have this little um, bakery section there. And they have these little rolls, which are basically just... Like, it's kind of like a baguette with smooth on the outside um, instead of, like, the the, the ripply bits that you get on baguettes and not so crispy. It's not really like a baguette, to be honest, actually. It's it's pretty different. Um, but it's still got the same concept. It's still got the wonderful outside, the the the, the chewy outside, plus the... I guess baguettes have crispy outside, sort of. Um, anyways, it's got, like, the chewy outside or the very soft but kind of dense-ish on the inside and I love just slicing that open, baking it for a little bit, and then putting a bit of butter and a bit of jam on there. It's, it's absolutely heavenly. Um, I would honestly just eat two of those for breakfast if I could. If I could just get away with that and, you know, not having a uh, nutritional value to it, I would absolutely do that every day for the rest of my life with a cup of coffee, and I mean, they're just, it's just so good. I could go on forever about it. I won't I promise you, I won't. Um, but I absolutely could, and I'm sure. I'm sure you could tell me all about your favorite bread as well. I think everybody has a favorite bread. I guess some people don't like bread, but I think in general most people do have a favorite bread. And of course, if you go around the world, every single culture has their own types of bread. Um, in the Middle East, in Asia, in uh, America, obviously Europe, um, Africa. Everybody's got their own type of bread that they love. It's 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 a staple all around the world. Now. I am going to hit you with a controversial statement here, and this is going to be something that um, could make some enemies here. I'm not a huge fan of sourdough, to be completely honest. Um, I I mean, I like it in a way. Um, It's pretty good. Um, I will happily have it with a sandwich or something like that. But I would say that it's never in my to-get list when I go to the store. I never immediately go for sourdough. I never immediately want it for breakfast or to have it with a dinner or something. I, I, just, I just don't really care for the flavor all that much. Um, a lot of people love it. That's always the big thing. You know, when everybody was making bread during the pandemic, I was also making bread, but I was not making sourdough because I don't care for sourdough. Um, I've tried making sourdough before. It's a lot of work, and it's just a bit fussy. Uh, I'd rather just stick with something a bit more normal. And just kind of um, leave it at that. So, I don't know. Sorry. Sorry if you love sourdough. I don't mean to make any enemies. But it's not my favorite. Well, if you hate me, I'm sorry. But sourdough is good. It's not the best. We'll just leave it at that, though. Let's go on to the second one, though. The second B word that we're going to be doing for today. The second B idea. Um, Not the B movie. I'm sure many people do love the B movie, and I'm a big fan of Jerry Seinfeld's work. Um, Seinfeld is one of my favorite shows ever. Never really watched his stand-up too much, but Seinfeld is, I would say, that's got to be top three TV shows of all time for me. And We'll get into TV shows eventually, Um, but just throwing it out there. I love Seinfeld. Anyways, let's talk about the second B word, um, and that's going to be books. I I like books. Now, I don't read as often as some other people do. As a matter of fact, I probably read a lot less frequently than they do, but I still enjoy books. I enjoy books as a concept. I enjoy the feeling of books. I love the atmosphere of books. I, love, I, I do like reading books. I don't read um, as often as I should, and I wish I did. I wish I read more, and that's just solely on me. That's solely on me, just to pick up books more often and to just read them. And I have some books as well. I have a couple of books that I'm uh, chipping away at over time. Now, uh, I think a lot of the times I forget to read them because I just simply forget to throw them in my backpack. And well, as you know, I'm recording a podcast. That means I'm a fan of podcasts, and. I have quite a few podcasts that I listen to, and so I think a lot of the times my um, my focus is is on catching up with podcasts, and so I a lot of the times I forget to go pick up my books, but I really should. I, I think now I'm gonna make it an effort to whenever I leave the house, I'm going to make sure that I always have a book in my backpack so that when I feel like doing something, let's say, not very intense, um, that's the great thing about books, I find them not to be very intense, and if I ever want to do something not intense, then, you know, I just crack open the book. That's something I need to do, Um, but I don't do it as often as I should. Now, I usually read fantasy. I think fantasy is probably my favorite genre to read just simply because, I find that reading about real-world stuff is its a bit boring for me, um, and I know some people prefer real-world type of stuff. They don't really like fantasy very much for whatever reason. That's okay. Um, you should never begrudge someone for liking a certain genre but I prefer fantasy and I prefer fantasy because I live in the real world. you know for me, it's like why would I want to read about someone who's having problems dating or having um, issues with their job when when I have those things in my life, you know I'm engaged I don't have to I don't have to worry about dating anymore. but of course you know everybody has uh, the, the few relationship quarrels here and there and you know you you talk about stuff, you discuss stuff, you never argue, you never yell because that's bad. but you know everybody has their own disputes and things like that. Um, work obviously that's its own beast Uh, everybody has work problems you know you have issues you know maybe you see things in a different way than someone else or um, you want to do something uh, a specific way and people disagree and that's just life that's life people have work problems and that's never really going to go away you know unless I guess the only way you can really control that is to start your own business and to um, direct everybody in a way that people hate, and then eventually your business closes because nobody wants to work for you. But, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> what, what am I talking about here? I'm talking about books. Let's talk about books instead of my own work issues. Um, I love books. I love, like I said, I love the atmosphere of books. I love the idea of just, just simply getting at it, you know, just reading it and getting immersed in the world enjoying yourself and just simply getting lost um i love that feeling i love the idea of just holding something like that and i'm i I like tactile things so maybe that's why i prefer i prefer physical books actually i prefer physical books over electronic books um just because well with physical books you have that satisfaction of turning a page like with your hand um that's something i enjoy doing And I believe that every part of an experience is as important as other parts, meaning that if you prefer flipping a page compared to pressing a button to turn a page, then I think you will definitely enjoy, you know, using a physical book more than using an electronic book. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong um, with preferring a physical book over an electronic book. Now, I guess it depends on why you like them. You know, if you're going to say that, like, oh, you know, using a physical book is... you connect with the story more because you actually hold the page in your hand and I think that's a bit of nonsense Um, but some people, you know, have their opinions (laughs) we're just going to leave it at that some people have their opinions Um, now, in terms of other genres as well like I said, I love fantasy Um, I I will do detective though I will do detective um, but I like, I don't really care for like modern detective stuff obviously I like a bit of old Sherlock Holmes type of stuff Uh, Just because I don't know, I find I find the detective work of of days gone by uh, is more interesting because there's no technology to it. It's all just simply about like the detective using his logic and looking at things and understanding things, Um, you know, no computery type of stuff, no cell phones and things like that. Um, I find that that, like that's what I want. Like I want to, Like I said, I want to escape to a world that I don't currently live in. Because I live in this world, I don't want to hear about computers and fax machines. I want to hear about um, you know, going through an old castle and looking at clues and things like that, Scooby-Doo style. Um, that That's what I enjoy, so that's why I get into those. But one that I really enjoy, and, and one that's hard for me to collect, mainly because these books are usually expensive or like if you know those big hardback books that are usually about something like uh, cinematography or writing or photography or architecture things like that things with a lot of visual components to them and then they will have those uh big pages with big pictures on them and (laughs) i know it sounds like i'm a child saying i like picture books um but i like them where they give you a still of something and then the other side will have a lot of explanation going into like about this still or about this piece of art or about this uh, photograph or or a piece of architecture something like that something that has like a big visual component plus an explanation of that visual component now that like there's a really good one that I was reading the other day I was in a bookshop and they had one that was all about Wes Anderson movies I'm I'm a big fan of Wes Anderson and just kind of thumbing through it and it's like you get to you get to live the the um the idea the way this person does their art because you have the visuals that they want you to see in the same way that you'd see them in a film and you get to read about them and what they say on the other page it's kind of like having an interview or a talk show with them where you get the visuals and and the listening part and i like that a lot um photography as well i'm a big fan of because then you get like The explanations, of course, you know, when you look at a photograph, you have your own thoughts, you have your own ideas about what the photograph might be about, Um, but then you can also have the photographer telling you about it, and you get to see their understanding of it as well, and you can compare it to yours, you can go, oh, okay, so they had this idea that I didn't think about when I looked at this photo, when I looked at their photo, and they had this totally different perspective as when they were taking their photo, and it's it's really cool to be able to compare that to yours because you think like okay that's cool how we um, we understood these things in very different ways. You know the way that they understood this person standing there, I felt maybe it was a bit of a sad picture, but they actually thought it was maybe a relief picture. You know this is a person experiencing relief relief or catharsis, and but I thought it was melancholy. So I think it's interesting. I think it's interesting to be able to compare those things. Um, Architecture as well. Big fan of architecture. uh, Just simply because, you know, you get to see all the cool buildings. And who doesn't love seeing a cool building? And you get to uh, just enjoy the view of it while reading about it. You can read about the history. You can read about the city that it's in. You can read about why it was built. You can read about the influences and things like that. Um, Everything about it. Now, Also, just to add on to the end of this, who doesn't love walking around a bookshop? Who doesn't love the feeling of walking around a bookshop, looking at all the different books, just thumbing through them and spending time in there, uh, especially a bookshop with a cafe? Then you get coffee as well, and it's just a wonderful, cozy experience, and I love it. Um, I absolutely love the feeling of being in a bookshop. Anyways, let's go down to the next one. Now, uh... Maybe in a bit of irony. I've decided to put this one at number three. And number three is going to be about beginnings. So beginnings are, maybe it's not something people often think about, but the idea of just beginning something new. Now, it could be, so for example, a video game where... Um, The whole map is new, everything's new, the upgrades are new, the treasure's new, and everything you have to do is just you go out there and you just explore. You get to see new things, you get to upgrade your weapon, you get to upgrade your whatever, your armor, and it's just a whole new experience. There's so much to explore, and it goes away after you play it for a while, but then they release, so for example, a DLC or an expansion pack. And it all comes back. The idea of, oh, there's so much new stuff out there to explore. And I think humans, we just love that. I think we love the idea of something new to explore. And those are the beginnings of things. The beginning is the most wonderful part of basically anything. Now same thing like i always say that i wish i could take the beginning sip of a cup of coffee till the end of coffee um because i don't know the first sip is always so satisfying you you sip it you get to experience the flavor of whatever coffee this is going to be you get to um, you know, if you're cold, it'll warm you up. If you are sad, it makes me happy, at least a cup of coffee. And so that beginning sip is always just, I don't know, it's just the best. Um, same thing when you have food, you know, if you the first bite of, let's say, a pizza, uh, that first bite is always like, oh, I get to eat pizza now. And it's just very satisfying. You know, the whole idea of the, the first thing, um, the beginning of something is just, it's so, Immensely satisfying, and I think it's just its just the best part of anything is the beginning. Um, you know, if you're going to start a new show or if you're going to start a new podcast, so we'll, we'll talk about podcasts just because, you know, I'm, I'm speaking into a podcast right now, and you're listening to a podcast. I understand that I'm speaking into a microphone. Anyways, the beginning of a podcast is great because it's like when you find a new podcast that you like, you... Especially if you look through it and you see that they're on episode, you know, 352 and you're like, oh, wow, I have 351 more episodes to look at and or to listen to. And, you know, these episodes are, geez, I don't know, depending, some of them can be 20 minutes each and some of them can be an hour long each. And, and you think, wow, I've got 351 hours to listen to. This is going to be amazing i've just opened this whole new world i've got my listening sorted for the next year and you're just like it's you're very happy about it and same thing with a tv show you know you watch the first episode and you go that was really good oh how many seasons are there already there's five seasons out already wow i get to watch all of those i'm going to be binging this for three or four weeks straight uh some people do it faster but anyways um it's just the idea of like the beginning of something is always so exciting. It's always so fun. It it opens up all these possibilities. It opens up all these different things that just, you know, you have all of this stuff that's coming to you and you're so excited about everything because it's just new. It's exciting. It's the beginning, you know? Same thing with with a road trip. Now, road trips are especially exciting to begin with because, you know, generally with a road trip, you're going to wake up early, especially if it's a long one. You know, let's say you're driving for eight or ten hours and you wake up at six in the morning. You know, you have your breakfast and you make your coffee and you just get out there on the road, generally with some snacks. Uh, you know, I would say there's maybe two ways to start a road trip. Either you can eat at home and drink your coffee at home and then grab like a, a drink and then put it in a cup holder and get on your way. Or, you know, you can leave without having had anything and you can just simply stop off somewhere and grab yourself a breakfast and a coffee along the way because, well, it's a road trip. Treat yourself. Um, so, road trips have their own charm to them uh, in terms of, uh, well, starting the road trip, right? Starting off is this whole idea of. Yeah, yeah, I get, to, I get to go and just relax for the next eight hours. Obviously, driving can be very boring, um, but the idea of being able to just, you know, get out there and just do whatever you want in the car, of course, uh, for the next eight or ten hours. I don't know. Some people feel like they're trapped. Some people feel like they're confined in a road trip, uh, but I love it. I love it. I love it for the same reasons that I love um, airports in the way that it, like— anything you do on a road trip is not wasting time because that's all you have to do is you have a certain amount of time you have to kill so if you're listening to any old podcast you can listen to anything and it's killing the time as you go you know, if you've got something on, if you've got some music on, some some album that you've always wanted to listen to, um, or you never really wanted to commit the hour and a half to listening to it or a new podcast that you wanted to try. And you just didn't feel like, you know, like, oh, I only have like 45 minutes of walking every day and I want to listen to my favorite one. But now on this journey, it's like, well, I've got eight hours. I may as well listen to it. You know, same thing with airports. It's like I've got six hours here in my layover. I may as well do that thing. Um, so beginnings are great because there's so much promise there's so much opportunity and it's it's just it fills you with happiness because everything's gonna be new Alrighty then let's talk about our fourth one our fourth one is going to be something that i really really enjoy now it's going to be another food sorry if you don't like food but i think you will like this one this one is actually rather healthy just like the apples that we had in uh, the first episode This one is going to be a vegetable this time. Now, if I gave you 10 guesses... I think you'd get it on the first try because it's broccoli. Uh, Everybody knows broccoli, of course. Broccoli is a very ubiquitous vegetable. It's going to be all over the place. Uh, It's delicious. It goes with absolutely anything that's savory. Um, Perhaps you could even make sweet broccoli. I don't know. I don't want to try it, to be quite honest. Um, You can do that. Tell me how it is. Uh, I don't necessarily want to do it. But anyways, broccoli is a very healthy vegetable. Broccoli is full of nutrients. I think it's full of iron is what I remember, something like that. Um, But... uh, Broccoli is just, it's a wonderful vegetable. It's its delicious. It's healthy. It's good for you. Uh, that's healthy. Sorry. Um, but anyways, it's got a nice crunch to it while also being a bit soft when you've steamed it. Um, it absorbs flavor really well while also maintaining the original flavor of broccoli. Um, so it's like it has that flavor of whatever you put into it. But also when you take a bite of it, you go, oh, that's broccoli, right? And if you like the flavor of broccoli, which I do, uh, I could just eat regular probably just roasted broccoli with nothing on it and be perfectly happy. Um, I don't know. Otherwise, broccoli, is just, it's a delicious vegetable, and I think everybody should eat broccoli more often. However much you eat broccoli, eat it more often. Unless you're eating it three times a day, then that's a bit too much. I think you should um, slow down on the broccoli a little bit. Anyways, broccoli is delicious. I love broccoli. You can you can just simply roast it. Um, one of my favorite ways of making broccoli, and I will use the whole thing. I know th- some people throw away the stem. I find that to be wasteful. Uh. I but like just listen to me because there there are ways to make it tasty. Now, what I recommend that you do is if you're going to roast it. Now, a lot of people will stem steam the top parts, but with the stem, uh what I recommend that you do is you take a vegetable peeler and you peel it because um roasting it with the the, the skin on the the stem is going to be a bit uh it's going to be a bit chewy. It's not going to be very good. Um, I say throw it away. Some people would say go ahead and eat it. You can. I have eaten it before. I didn't die. I didn't even get sick. It was pretty good. Um, but it has a bit of a plasticky, waxy taste to it, and I don't know, just get rid of it. Uh, I say peel it. So go ahead and peel the skin, um, and then chop it into discs. I would say maybe about centimeter thick, maybe half a centimeter if you like it a little bit more crispy. Um, Just throw it on a pan with a bit of olive oil, salt, and pepper. Roast it as long as you like. And it comes out absolutely delicious. Um, You could chop it into smaller pieces if you like smaller pieces. Uh, But discs are great. You know, they're bite-sized. It's kind of like eating a chip, but the chip is uh, healthy and it's broccoli-flavored and now uh, some people won't like that obviously it's not as crunchy as a chip it's just going to be you know roasted garlic sorry roasted garlic roasted broccoli and it's going to be it's a really good way to just add something healthy to whatever it is that you're eating um, so for example if you're having steak and potatoes you could put the little broccoli disks on the side and you'd have your broccoli with your meal and it's it's a, it's a wonderful uh, addition to anything that you're going to be eating I love broccoli, especially, like I said, with olive oil, salt, and pepper. That's all you need to it. Um, You could put some more stuff on there. You know, for example, well, I accidentally said roasted garlic earlier. You could absolutely put garlic on your broccoli, and it would probably be very very good. Um, I usually don't just simply because broccoli I usually cook quickly, and I don't really feel like um, chopping up the garlic. I mean, it only takes about 30 seconds to peel and chop a clove of garlic, but Eh, I don't know. For whatever reason, I don't want garlic on my broccoli. I like I like the broccoli flavor to it. Um, but yeah. Anyways, I have a wonderful respo- recipe for you uh, with uh, broccoli. Now, I'm not gonna give you everything. Like, I'm not gonna sit there and tell you scientifically how to construct this meal, just simply because that's not what you're here for. But basically, it's it's uh, it's uh, broccoli, cream, uh, and is Really, I mean that's the, that's the base ingredients to it. Of course. So what you're gonna be doing is you're gonna take a cream sauce. Um, generally what I do is I will throw some butter in a pan with some diced up garlic in there, you know, get the, the garlic, uh, cooked a little bit. So it's a bit soft and get the, the, the butter a bit garlicky. Then I will put, you know, not on too high of heat though. It's gotta be on low heat. Then, you put, then I put the cream in salt, pepper, nutmeg, you know, stirred around a little bit, um, some people will throw cheese in there. I usually prefer to put my cheese on last, um, but you can. Parmesan will go great in that. So um, you just mix it all around, a bit of flour to thicken it up. Uh, that creamy sauce goes over your pasta and your garlic, and it's absolutely wonderful. Now, um, sometimes I will cook, not cook, but like put the broccoli into the sauce and let it like kind of um, absorb the sauce a little bit and soften up with the sauce. And that's also really good over pasta. Um, sometimes I'll cook it all together. And that's also really good. You know, I'll put it in a pan, uh, the sauce, the broccoli, the pasta, put it in a pan, a bit of Parmesan cheese on top, maybe some breadcrumbs if you want it a little bit crispy, and you could just bake it in the oven, kind of like a pasta bake. And it's really good. I usually use like a thick noodle. Um, The noodles I use here are very similar to udon noodles. I know it sounds weird to use udon noodles for this, but I mean, it's really good. You could use some sort of dried pasta ones. I don't usually go for dried pasta just simply because i don't know it has that dried pasta texture to it Um, it could be good depending on what you're doing but i in general i prefer um, because here where i live you can get these little trays that come with like i don't know how much it is maybe a couple hundred grams of like fresh thick pasta noodles and they're really good they're not udon noodles um i guess udon is just the most similar noodle that i could think of that you would probably know um but anyways that, to me that's my favorite way of uh introducing broccoli to something i say favorite as in, as in most tasty uh the tastiest and it's definitely not the most healthy but it's good you know not everything's gonna be healthy you know sometimes you eat fried chicken sometimes you eat pizza because it's tasty not because it's healthy um but then you have a salad later to kind of balance it out no that's not how health works <laughs> you know you, that's not how health works don't do it like that um So anyways, broccoli. Broccoli's amazing. Broccoli's amazing. I think you should eat more broccoli. Anyways, so what you're going to be having after broccoli, after you have dinner, where are you going? Well, you're going to bed. Bed is going to be number five. And who doesn't love getting out of bed? I, I love staying in bed. Everybody has their own reasons for staying in bed. Um, some people just simply don't want to get out of bed because whatever you have to do during the day is not going to be fun. Um, you know, For example, if you have to get up early for work or if you have an early class to go to or if you have to get up to take your kids to school because it's 6 in the morning and your kids start school at 6.45 or something like that um, – yeah, you just, you just absolutely don't want to get out of bed for whatever reason. And bed's just warm and cozy, especially... So, for example, like I said, it takes cold. And um, just laying in bed with a nice warm blanket when it's cold outside and the cold is getting into your room because the insulation's not perfect. Uh, it's... Um, It's really, really cozy, it's really comfortable, and you just sit there and think, this is great until I have to get to bed, which I don't want to do. Um, But going to bed is also really good, because, like, you get this feeling of letting everything go. You get the feeling of, you know, everything was a really hard day today, but now I'm in bed, now I can just relax, and I I can just sit here, I can lay down, however it is that I go to bed, and just simply forget about what happens, you know, that's how I like to see it, um, I know a lot of people will stay up late thinking about their life and things like that, um, but I have over the years specifically trained myself not to do that, um, bedtime is brain off time, it's just simply watch mindless things on YouTube time until I go to sleep, and it works for me, I don't think about stuff when I'm in bed because that, that just keeps you awake and gives you anxiety about things that you can't control, why think about them in bed, you can't, you can't solve them in bed, Unless it is a thing that you can solve, then, you know, it's like, oh, did I leave the oven on? All right, go turn off the oven. You're good, right? But if it's like, oh, what do I do about um, this test that I have on Friday? It's like, well, I could study more, I guess, but it's a bit late for that, and it's just going to keep me up and make me anxious about it, you know? Or if you have something to do the next day, like, or you said something earlier that day, you know, you can't go back in time and change it, so why think about it in bed, you know? I, I, I'd rather let my anxiety haunt me during the day. Not at bedtime. It can't steal that from me. It can only steal my day hours. Um, but anyways, like getting into bed, you know, especially after like, so for example, I love cycling. You know, if I go for like a really long ride that day, like two or three hours, um, it's a hot day out there, you know, even if you get home and you get in the swimming pool and you relax or you, you, you take a shower or something like that, whatever it is that you have, you know, I've had various sorts of things over the years. I have, a shower here no swimming pool um, but you know even if you relax via that it's still amazing when you finally get into bed that day because you still feel a bit tired you still feel quite tired from that and you sleep really well having done all that exercise Um, Now, obviously, some people don't necessarily enjoy getting into bed for whatever reason, so a lot of people won't enjoy getting into bed, you know, as I said for the anxiety things, you know, you'll be thinking about stuff late at night and it keeps you up at night, and it's not fun doing that at all, obviously, Um, so that's why I've, you know, spent years trying to train myself not to do that. Um, because it just it never really made my life better. And I think around the age of twenty seven I had this massive panic attack at six in the morning, um, after not being able to sleep because I was just thinking about stuff and I thought, this has got to change. This has got to change, I cannot do it anymore. So now I love bed. I love bed, I love going to bed, I love being in bed, I love sleeping as well. Um yeah, anyways, life's, life's okay for me at the moment, obviously. Um, that is, it makes it a lot easier to enjoy going to bed if life's okay. Um, if you have a lot of stuff going on in your life, then you probably won't enjoy it as much because then you have um, anxieties that are causing you to not want to go to bed. But I've been talking about anxiety a lot. Let's focus on how great bed is because, I mean, bed, I mean, even a bed that's semi-uncomfortable is still going to be wonderful at the end of the day if you if you're really tired. Um, If you go for a lot of exercise or something like that, if you go for a big, long walk or if you have a long day of work, just laying down in bed, whatever that bed is, it's just like, "Ah, finally, I'm done. I'm just laying down. It's time to go to sleep. And then I'll deal with whatever I have to deal with the next day. Um, I said that whole thing, that whole part right there I had my eyes closed the whole time. Uh, I was getting in the mood for it. Um, having a, having an uncomfortable mattress though, can really cause you problems. It can cause you back pain and stuff like that. So you want to make sure you have, uh, the best quality stuff that you can get. Um, obviously don't break the bank on it, but, uh, you know, if you, if you're able to get something, that's going to be good. I would say, go ahead and spring spring it for it. If you can, um, if you have the ability to get the, the better one, that's going to be better for you than, then, then uh, I say, get it. So. I don't know, bed's amazing, uh, I don't want to be in bed right now, though, you know, some people would be like, oh, I want to be asleep all the time, but I, I, no, 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 I like being awake, also, um, I got a day to do, you know, I got a day to do, so, anyways, I hope you enjoyed all these different B things, um, you know, I, I, I only mentioned the B movie once, which is, uh, I should get a trophy for that, honestly. Um, So I hope you enjoyed listening to this. If you did, make sure you share it. If you didn't, also share it so you can make fun of me. I don't really care what you do. Uh, It's up to you. It's your life. You can do, you can be whoever you want. (laughs) Uh, Please don't rate this badly because of that. Anyways, uh, yeah, speaking of ratings, rate it on Apple Podcasts. That's always going to be a good place to rate it. Give it a star or whatever like that on Spotify. Um, Those are going to be the biggest ones on there. So, you know. Go ahead and find them on there. Go ahead and listen on there if you're not already. Um, Some people are, you know, it'll probably be hosted on Anchor as well, however it is that you listen to podcasts. It may or may not be there. If you're listening to this, it was. Congratulations, you found it. Um, Anyways, I hope you have a wonderful day. I hope you are just enjoying life and everything's going well. If it isn't going well, I hope it goes well for you soon and you're staying healthy, you're staying well, and you got a big old smile on your face, or at least you will see a cat today, and that will make you smile. Anyways, have a wonderful day. Thank you so much for listening, and goodbye.